0: You are listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 125, sponsored by Jim Handler's Universe, foocomics.com, and instocktrades.com.
1: And our excellent enunciation and diction. Diction.
0: fanboy pick of the week podcast is episode one twenty five. My name is Connor. I'm here with Ron and
1: I'm Captain Professional. That's me, Josh Flanagan.
0: <laughs> we are I fanboy.com. We like comics, we read comics every week. We read a bunch of comics. We One of us picks the best one and writes about it on the website, and then we talk about it on this podcast along with various other books of the week and topics of interest. But before we get to the show, quick reminder, warning: this is a review show. We will be talking about things that happened in the books this week. So if you haven't worried about if you haven't worried about them, that's stupid. If you haven't read them yet, uh, and you're worried about spoilers. Please pause the show. Come back after you're done. If not, just keep on rolling. This week is. Wait a minute!
1: I, be... I don't want to hear this.
0: <laughs> then Josh, pause the show. Okay. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute.
0: Click. This week, this week uh, is going to be a quick one. Ron's got the pick of the week. Ron.
2: Go. Yeah, I mean, get ready for a monologue as uh, <laughs> as, as as I've d- I've done the unthinkable and um, I picked Invincible number forty nine as the pick of the week this week.
1: Um, can, I, can I give you a uh, Bravo? Nice work. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I think that needed to happen at some point just to keep the wolves at bay. Well, tr- true, but and, it,
2: and and part of it is that it needed to be it needed to be pick worthy. It needed to be good. Um, Indeed. Um, and I, Just, I wait
0: before you jump into it. I like I, I I'd like to address something. Okay. There was some uh, commentary on the website about how we we be, they were happy this happened because we've been neglecting Invincible. Okay. I can't think of a book we've pushed more in various forms of media than Invincible has. Just because it's been pick of the week doesn't mean we've been neglecting it. Right. You know we talk about it all the time.
1: Maybe those people aren't aware of our other programs.
0: Go ahead. I'm done with <laughs> rant.
1: Well, well, and and well, part
2: of it, part of the reasoning it's... that 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 we got that reaction was because. Up until of you know about six, seven months ago, we were all reading in trade paperback version in trade paperback right. format, which has you you know waiting waiting every you know, like what every few months to get you know the the batch of six to seven issues and and year. Year works um, year, um, and you guys were you guys, and you guys. I know you guys particularly really enjoyed you know sitting down and reading the latest you know uh, Invincible trade and 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 kind of you know the the ups and downs that each one brought. I was kind of curious to see what it read like in issue format. So when uh, they did issue number forty two, which was like a jumping on point for new readers and stuff like that, it was the right timing because the, the last trade had recently come out. And um, I was like, you know, I'm going to jump to issues. So I started buying it in issues, and I got to admit, uh, it was a little rough because you know the release schedule isn't the most solid. The monthly schedule, the Yeah, the monthly schedule isn't as as held to. And honestly, and it was something something that I was feeling in the more recent trades. And maybe you guys will disagree with me or not, but I was kind of getting bored by Invincible. I was kind of it was really good, but it wasn't really. Um, it was just kind of. I felt as if it was just kind of on repeat. It was just like You don't
1: know. We haven't read those issues.
2: Well, no, but no, but I mean, but even <laughs> no, even the trade, the, even the trade, even the last two trades I read before I jumped to issues was like, okay, he fights somebody. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. I, oh, Adam Eve. Oh, his
1: girlfriend. Oh, fight somebody. You know what I mean? Like I thought that it, when I when I got the last trade, I think it's the eighth one. Yeah, I think so. This is the last one that came out. I did think that right in the beginning. I was like, "Huh, maybe it lost a little of the thing." And then, but then by the end of it, I was just like, "Yes, again." Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I don't think I haven't had any problem with it.
2: Okay, well, well, I was feeling it maybe from also reading the issues because the last couple issues have been a little repetitive. So this is issue number forty-nine, and um, and it's. This is the this is the the issue right before the big issue number fifty, which is probably I'm guessing going to be bringing about a fairly big paradigm shift in, in, in Invincible in terms of uh, how the story is told and what who the players are and all that kind of stuff. It just really I mean it did it for me in every in every way that a comic book does it for you in that and I'm I'm, I'm purposely not talking about what happens because I don't want I'm, I don't want to ruin it for you guys um, because you know. I defer to you guys, as opposed to the, the listening audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw my
0: headset right. There.
2: <laughs> but needless to say, it starts off at at, at a, a very big fight. I, I think I talked about the last issue on the on the show before, um, where Kirkman had pulled in every pretty much every hero that he that he liked and he used in, in the Image universe. Um, you know, Savage Dragon is there, and Brit and and um, and uh, Wolfman, and all that kind of stuff, and, and Super Patriot, and all the likes. And it, so it starts off with, with the kind of the, the, uh, the resolution to the big fight that started in the last issue, and then just the wheels start turning towards what we're building up towards issue 50, where it seems like you know, his situation with, his, uh, with the government and his handler um, isn't really going to stay as, as solid as it's been.
0: Is this? I saw in the preview. He's getting like a new costume, and his his, his brother's got a costume. Has that happened yet? Or is that part of no? No, episode? I
2: think that happens in the next issue. Um, okay. Yeah, that that has not happened yet. Yeah. So it, I mean, it just it it was just it, what I and I, I talked about this a little bit on the on the mini episode about um about about this on Friday. What what I just love about what Kirkman does with this is that it I mean you know, it's superheroes and they're they're you know ridiculous fighting robots and things like that. But then at the same time, you know like. He he steps out of the fight, uh, uh, Invincible or Mark Grayson steps out of the fight and like has this very real conversation with Adam Eve, you know, like his very, you know, like this very kind of um, accessible and, and kind of, I don't want to say realistic, but um, uh, relatable, you know, oh, yeah, um, kind of approach. Which I think is what well, re- really makes this, you know, different from everything else out there.
0: One of the best parts of the book is not the fighting; it's the I think that the relationship between Adam even and Mark and the, tri- the love triangle he had with his old girlfriend and the two and them it was really real. I thought I've been mm. in those situations where you, you know, you're dating somebody else, but someone else comes along that you, th- you think you should have been with before, and it just it's it's it was very raw at times, and that's one of the best parts of the book. I thought. Yeah, and
2: and yeah. one of my favorite things, which is which is not a story point, but I just love how every time he goes to. To the Pentagon and it's always the cha- that same panel the Pentagon yeah. and for some reason I just noticed the the sign says you know parking in rear which just I don't, I don't know like little touches like that just made me laugh but it's uh, it's it's just it just it, each issue has been like I said it felt a little repetitive but it feel you, you always get the feeling that it's building towards something. And it definitely had that feeling with this. And now, and like it was, it was like one of the first three books I read in my stack this week. And now, like when I put it down, I'm like, I, I'm like, I you know, issue fifty can't come soon enough. And like, and that's what I was looking for was that does that same feeling we have at the end of the trade carry through at the end of the issues? And and finally, with this issue, it has. So I was super excited for that. And the art was by Ryan Otley Still, the art was by Ryan Otley Still, the, the I love Ryan Otley.
1: Is if there's really anybody good. out there that I like want to get an actual sketch from? It's him at this point. Like, yeah. I don't really chase them that often, but he's like the one guy I would love to have a piece of his art.
2: It's it's oh, it's cool. really really good. There's a great two page spread in here that that was just like you know just madcap action and and you know actually there's a couple of two page spreads that were really really good. So um,
1: if you want to see some of that, it's in the it's in the mini that that came out on a Friday. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed seeing those pages.
2: Yeah, they were nice. They were, it was good good art.
1: So yeah, so Invisible number 49, um, it,
2: it did it for me, and I just can't wait for um, issue 50 at this point.
0: You'll see that in two months? How
3: many months? One
1: would hope. I have no
3: idea. One, one and a half months? Yeah, who knows. I can't wait
1: for trade number nine, which we will see <laughs> sometime in the next decade. Yeah. <laughs> really campaigning for the 2012 presidential election. I, I'm assuming
2: that, that maybe issue 50 would, would be the last issue they need for
1: that trade, I guess. I don't know. Or the... F- yeah. Well, usually there's six of them.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's gonna be a big trade, is what I, I'm getting, apparently. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. Why, why am I saying this?
2: I don't know.
3: <laughs> oh, Garth. Just keep talking. Me. It'll go away. <laughs> so so right. yeah.
2: So it was. It was a rough. It was honestly, it was a rough week for me because I like I know Connor, you had a rough time last week because there was a lot of mediocrity last week, and I think there was a lot of mediocrity this week. Like there was nothing that was like you know, oh my god, blah blah. blah. There
0: was there's a lot of mediocrity out of Marvel. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good DC this week.
2: Oh, I didn't get a lot stuff of DC. You or, stuff you yeah. don't read. That's probably why. I, I read, read a lot of The D, the DC I got was just like, "Eh, okay. Yeah. Borderline sure. awful, but we'll Josh, see."
0: Josh, but what was what was fun?
1: Oh, Gar, Garth Ennis's War is Hell, Flight of the Phantom Eagle. I believe I got that right. So you got <laughs> Flight uh, of the Phantom Eagle. Yeah. By uh written by Garth Ennis and drawn by Howard Jakin. This was my pick of the week, easy.
2: It was very close, very close second, very close second for me.
1: It what we're looking at here is a World War I uh, fighter pilot story. Basically, there's, a, there's the middle of World War I, there's a base uh, with, a, with a British uh, flight squadron, and a dude in a weird, ugly plane lands, and is like, yeah, here's my papers, I'm going to go fight with you now. <laughs> and, and there's all these sort of... They're almost caricatures of, of British officers. Yep. And like there's, there's, this, there's this really really funny scene where he goes in to give his papers to the, the whoever the clerical person is and the guy keeps offering him a drink over and over again because he's completely drunk out of his fucking mind um, and it kept going on and on and you think he's completely incompetent and then they're all about to take off and that guy runs out and he's like wait a minute there's no record of you you're lying and, and then he gets chopped up and killed
0: <laughs> by a rotor in that plane not by a this, yeah.
1: <laughs> this was Garth Annis. yep I mean, like, it was all of the things that that I really like about Garth Ennis comics. You know, it's just like the the dude getting chopped up in the plane propeller, you know, that it's, it's, of course, it's over the top and violent. And that's sort of, that speaks to his background and the stuff that he does well. But also at the same time, it was was really interesting. Well, and, it was,
2: and, and, it, and it wasn't, and it wasn't even. I mean, like, it, for me, I was iffy about it going into it because, because um, I, I, I love, and we'll probably talk about the art in a second, but I love the Howard Jacobson art. And I'm reading Ennis, and I'm like, and I'm like, wow, this is really reading like a like an old kind of war, you know, old timey kind of war comic. And then I see that 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 drunk character, and he gets chopped in the propellers. I'm like, oh, whatever. But what really did it for me is the point where the the guy who shows up who wants to fly is all excited to be flying, and and like, and keeping in mind this is World War One, and there's a whole. I thought it was a great kind of stage. Set thing in the, the, on the, in the opening the first page that explained it that explained how you know listen you know planes were never you know planes weren't intended to be weapons in the in the war they were didn't have they were open canopied they were it was very dangerous all this kind of stuff and then sort later in the issue, the guy, you know, he takes flight and he sees a German plane and he shoots him and he sh- shoots the head off of the pilot. <laughs> and the reaction shot of that, I thought, was amazing. And then the guy's, you know, going, going like, oh, it was horrible. And he's like, you're supposed to fight. And like, it was just like the reality of what really was happening. And then this is a shot of the plane flying headless with just a trail of blood behind it was just.
1: <laughs> but then, But then at the very end, it was still grounding.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Like, like, yep. uh,
1: it, it, and that was what, that is one of the things that Garth Ennis does really well. And and you know it is starting to come around that way in the boys, but it was just much quicker here. I I loved this. This was total fun. This yeah, was it, a good it, book. it was. It you, was really you, you good. Go back and check it out.
0: Did you get the? Cassidy? It's really great to see that um, he's still getting to do war comics somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm shocked that he's allowed to somewhere, but good, um, good stuff. The Cassidy cover didn't hurt either.
0: Yeah, no.
2: nice. And Shaken is just oh, this is the, the, this is great. Shaken, this is this. He's is on, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: absolutely. I really enjoyed his art in this. As
2: I was, this this the is the kind
0: did. of stuff he needs to do. Not not Wolverine. Not yeah, exactly. Yeah, he needs to do this stuff. Captain America thirty-five, which is the uh, end of Act Two of the Death of Captain America. I don't remember where Act One ended.
1: Does it really what matter? Because I'm going to buy uh, an omnibus that has twenty-six through fifty, and who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm buying it right now. I mean, unless some shit goes down. But speaking of shit going down, um, some shit went down, huh?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, again, if you haven't read this book or you're waiting for trades or anything, now's the time when you want to skip forward. Check the show notes. The when we're going to talk about the next book. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the last page here. Mm-hmm. You see, but I thought I saw that coming a mile away. Sure. Yeah. I what mean, do you think it is? It's it, okay. It,
2: it ends with Sharon Carter trying to escape or something, and she d- she stumbles upon a tank with with what looks like uh, Steve Rogers in you know in stasis, and um, it's obviously Red Red Skulls cl- cloning him. I mean, like Red Skull has cloned his, his body before.
1: Yeah. Can I drop some some knowledge on you sure. that I acquired from our good friends at Jim Hanley's Universe? Sure. Um, when the Red Skull, if you remember way back in the '80s, Captain America, the Red Skull had cloned Steve Rogers' body, and, and basically that's the body that he used for a while. Yeah, uh, yep. he actually he actually made two copies. Yeah, and the other one was just sort of never talked about again. So it's it's very likely that this is that copy, right? However, which means uh, that this could then have Steve Rogers, you know, conscience put into it, and then he's he's back to fighting, yeah. or I I that I mean. You know, or they could make another one out of it. But I think that the actual Steve Rogers, he's gone and dead. Yes. The only other thing I thought of was there was all that talk about like nineteen forties Captain America. Yeah. Like, there was going to yep. be, so maybe, you know, there was a sec. I don't know.
0: Well, there's but, that uh, miniseries that the Alex Ross miniseries, the nineteen forties right. Captain America is coming. Yeah. The ending was interesting. I didn't think it was that shocking, but um, Too for soon? me the best moment. No, because no. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think that's. I don't think that's going to lead to him coming back. If it does, it's okay. going to be something. That- I. Uh, I'm not convinced he is coming back, to be honest with you, but um, I thought to yeah. me the best, moment of the, the best moment of the book was when Bucky tried to rally the crowd like Captain America would, and they all went, who yeah. the fuck are you?
2: <laughs> and, and I thought and, <laughs> with the second best the, – the moment right behind that was when Black Widow leaves, and they make out, and Bucky finally smiles.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I realized I had never, ever seen him smile. Yep. Ever. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, I mean, good fight and, with
2: crossbones and, and, and Bucky – and my whole thing with it is I keep saying it's like yes it's good but it's not and I know you guys are is always like blown away by it but I'm never blown away by it. I mean it's really really good but it's just like okay it's more of the same, you know. So Can I
1: can I ask you one question? Sure. Why why do you hate America? <laughs> Cuz that's what I'm getting at. Well, I, th-
0: I think a lot of Rubaker stuff is like that because the level is so high and it's so high every month that you never have a st- standard issue because they're all standard issues. So yeah. when you have a standard issue every every month it it's rote. It's like having a steak every night. Eventually, you get bored with the steak. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that the comic's bad. It's a good comic. I think this is a really great comic. There's not m- not a better comic out there. But the problem is, it's a better, it's a great comic every single month. Yeah. I just think you're getting bored with that quality. Maybe you should switch to trades.
2: <laughs> no, um, no. I mean, it, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good. It's just um, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad at all. I mean, you know, like the and, and honestly, the same thing could be said with Invincible. To be honest, you know, it's just that is that it's the that that level of quality month in month out. You know, so. That's why we read. Yeah, reviewed. it's
0: horrible to have good comics every month. Yeah, well,
2: well, on on the topic of, of having, you know, horrible in comics, um, uh, the Flash number 238. Um,
0: I dropped that shit like it was hot.
2: <sighs> oh god. Um, so this is the first oh, issue with new new writer Tom Pyre. Um Pyre is a pair Pyre. Pyre, Pyre. I don't know.
1: I believe he's from Ithaca. Uh, really? Around that area. I uh, might be completely off base here
2: you know i'm not I'm not really for, you know, drastic measures or any sort of harm to children. Mm-hmm. But, oh my <laughs> God, the they' need, gotta go. They need to kill the kids. They need to get rid of them. They need to get rid of them. They need to get rid of them.
1: so so that that was Mark Wade's run.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's done. His punch was it always going to be short? No, I think it was probably um, it was probably cut short by the decision, other decisions that he made.
0: Who knows how? Who knows how that was decided? But it, it was very quickly decided it wasn't going to be an indefinite run.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> and, it, and it probably had a lot to do with him leaving to go to Boom and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. still,
0: I think that's more than the, than the reaction to the book because by that point the book is still. Yeah, I think he'd only written one or two issues, so really the reaction hadn't gotten really well, bad yet.
2: And what what really irked me about this about this was that th- this whole. This whole issue is, is kind of built around the fact that Wally is feeling the pressure of having to provide for a family. Um, and and, uh. and so what happens is, is that you know like he the, the cable goes out because they didn't pay the bill and the kids are freaking out and <laughs> blah blah blah. Hey, Spider-Man Well well not only
1: that, well it, star- <laughs> it's,
2: it starts off it starts off with um with like this big title page explaining the characters. And my biggest problem is what they've done to Linda Park. Because it says, you know, Linda Park West, an extremely brilliant, hot, and lovable former med student who is by default the world's leading authority in velo—velocibiology, the science of inherited super speed effects. Wasn't she a freaking TV reporter? Yes. Not too long ago. And then she left. I remember she left to go to med school, but I don't remember her getting terribly far in med school. Anyway.
0: But, um, no, she, she became an expert in the future. Right, I know, went. but yeah,
2: yeah. So what happens is that so he's feeling the stress and then some, and then um, an earthquake hits Keystone and him and Jay Garrick go to help and the media is there and the media asks, you know, Wally, like, you know, the, like, oh, you know, you know, like, what are you, or, you know, like, are you, you know, because I guess the, the villain who did the earthquake got away. And so the, uh, the reporter's like, are you upset because the villain got away? And Wally's like, you want to know why I'm so tense? This job doesn't pay a thing. That's why I'm tense. And then it becomes this whole media, the Flash wants money and, and blah blah blah, Flash isn't a hero. And I was like, that's never something that would happen. You know, and then like Wally would, Wally would
0: never say that.
2: Never, never would say that. I don't want to get too kinda of geeky on it, but like it just everything feels so incredibly out of character. It's out of
0: character. It's been yeah. out, he's been out of character since he's been back. Yeah. Totally. He's been way out of character since he's been back. Totally. I don't know mm-hmm. who this person is. He's not Wally West. Yep. Um I'm. I'm so happy I dropped this book. It's ridiculous. It's, it's this travesty that this book is it's the state it's in right now.
2: And then the fact the fact that the 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 kids' powers, um, the son- his son's powers are that he bulks up and gets really strong. And it, towards the end of this issue, he does it and it rips his shirt off. And so it's like this little six year old who like looks like the Hulk and it's really kind of freaky. So, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it it, it needs to stop now. So like I don't so know. What, I don't,
0: stop buying it, and I, people will still change it. I know,
2: but I can't. I've been buying it for so long. I don't want to stop. I, I, look,
0: I bought the Flash since I was twelve years old. I know. Just, I dropped it because it's horrible. You have to at some point. You have to. You have to give up. You have to put a, your foot down and say this is bad comics.
2: It's so bad. It's so so bad. And I gotta get to tell you. I gotta tell you. I've, I've been pro Freddie Williams from what I saw in Robin, but this, the, the art was not good.
0: His art in Robin is better than the art on Flash. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I will say that. I don't know. No, what, I, I don't know I what changed, but
2: this art is not good.
1: So. I just I just think this book never hit a stride. Yeah. It's just, you know, like Robin, why did they break that up? It was going great, yeah. you know. Well, but people get sick of it. Hey, speaking of travesties,
0: the Circle Number Five was the gut punch of the, of the week. And why oh. is that? Well, this this I think this might have been my pick of the week. This this is a book, The Circle, from Image Comics, Brian Reed and Ian Hosfeld, that got better with every issue. I thought the first issue was pretty good. Um, the second issue got better. With, by the time I got to the fifth issue, this was like a rollicking summer action movie ride. Queen and country, all on steroids.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I, and,
0: um, so. I had
1: missed issue number four at some point, and I went back and, and picked it up a couple of days ago. And, and I was like, oh, my God. This, and it was the issue where everything coalesced, like you weren't really yep. looking, and, and all of a sudden – Four it was, like, was oh.
0: where it got really yeah.
1: – And then five wrapped up that first story and was going to set you up to go along, and it was great. It was fantastic. I mean they, they literally got better with every single issue. And then uh, what at, the at
0: the end, there's a little, there's a there's a letter from the writer which says, "There probably isn't a next coming, next issue. Probably at least, not any, at, least at least anytime soon. It's not for lack of want on the behalf behalf Ian and myself. It's because, let's be frank, sales of the circle have been absolutely awful. If we doubled our sales, we might have achieved abysmal. We've been in the red since issue one, and Eric Stevenson has been kind enough to let us finish our first arc before shuffling off to this, this mortal coil."
2: uh, oh, oh, that's a shame.
0: It's just it's just terrible. This is this is one. Of, this was a book that. Um, uh, books like this need to get more exposure, and it's just awful when the a book like this can't can't survive.
2: Okay, so 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 what can we do about it? Can we t- tell people to go buy the issues, email Image, tell them that they like it, or you know, it's, I it's mean, a done deal. I
0: think. Well, I mean, you know,
2: every little bit helps. You know.
0: No, you know, I think I think story. if if everybody went back and bought back issues, there's five of them. And I'm sure they're all readily available. They're maybe not. I mean, I'm probably sure many stores don't even carry the book. Yeah. Uh, if you like, you know, if you, there's lots of people out there we know who like action, who like Queen and Country, who like spy stories. This is this is a summer action movie, it's yeah. really, yep. really, really well done. The art was amazing.
1: The yeah. art style is um, cl- most closely resembling. I would say like a Steve Rolston kind of art. Oh, um, I like Steve Rolston. It's very similar to that kind of style. Uh, great, great book. I mean, it was it was it was a total total fun ride, and it got better with every issue. And uh, really sad to see it go because the other thing that you're seeing is. It's one of those things where this is the first thing that Brian Reed has done that isn't a Marvel property. So it's his first real book yeah. uh, you know, of his own creating. And, and he, you could see it on the page. He was getting better with everyone. I mean, like, it was one of those you're seeing the artist develop as he goes. And that's always really exciting. So uh, that sucks. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So go go back if you see the store, pick it up, check check it out. There's only five issues. There's probably only ever going to be five issues. Um, you can
2: probably find them, and if you can't find them, if you can't find them at your local store, they're probably looking at an on- online retailer or somewhere that I'm sure that I'm sure you can find them online or something like that. And and I think I think at this point the biggest thing is either go to the Image Comics message board or email Image and tell them that you liked it and what
1: you want more if you like it. Yeah. I
2: hope you guys are doing that.
1: Uh, of I am. <laughs> well, I know one place where it sold out because I got the last issue when I went to Jim Hanley's Universe, which is uh, one of the best and most progressive comic stores in America. Uh, they offer the best selection of comic titles and related merchandise, and they have mainstream and manga and minis and just up and down the spectrum. They have everything. You can find them uh, opposite from the Empire State Building in Midtown Manhattan and at 325 New Dorp Lane in Staten Island. You can visit them on the web at jhuniverse.com or uh, friend them on MySpace. is myspace.com slash Hanley's universe uh, where art and literature meet.
0: While I was gone on my trip, I did some thinking about my books. I wrote a piece about this on LifeAndBoy.com about, you know, what was I really enjoying? What was I really just telling myself I was enjoying? And Iron Fist is um, a book that I told myself I was enjoying, I'm not really enjoying. And so this is issue number thirteen. Issue fourteen will be my last issue of Iron Fist. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: What if it's awesome?
0: It's not going to be awesome. Wow. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that most of my enjoyment came out of David Aja's art. Yeah. And he's down to doing three pages an issue. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I did notice that this time, and it did piss me off. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. What's that?
0: I mean, it's it's nothing that... against the other guys who I think are fine. I think this, the book really was better when David was doing it. His style is conducive to the story, but... I just don't find anything interesting about about all these different Iron Fists and, and it, this is all a, the different Rands and, and and Wilson Rand and and Orson Rand and I just don't care about them.
2: I mean, th- th- it started off with really really good potential and remember how excited we were for this you know this tournament and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I and mean, It's just meandered and and you know like I I, I enjoy it and um and I'll continue buying it. And I'll continue reading it. But, like, I definitely see where the criticism is. Um, and I, I. All that that said, I, I thought the, the last page of this issue got – I liked the last page of this issue. Like, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to get – partially because it's like, all right, this is going to resolve. This is going to end. Um, well,
0: first of all, it's yeah. seven parts. I mean, yeah. uh, this, this, I think one of the problems with this and, like, Daredevil also suffers from this is that the stories go on too long.
2: Yeah, too too much, too big. Yeah. The, the
0: parts, too many parts. So like – uh, this doesn't need to be seven parts. And I have a kind
2: huh? of I have a kind of um, uh, dorky continuity nitpick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Luke Cage is here in this book, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. How does that fit?
0: Well, so <laughs> is Danny Rand. Danny Rand's in the Avengers books, also. I know. Just like, come on, like, yeah, but
2: this, don't I
1: don't think this takes place over that m- much time. It's just taken yeah. a long time to tell in real time. I, I, uh, I mean, to offer a, an opposite if you I mean, I'm still really enjoying this. I do see what you mean. I think the story needs to finish up. I would like to see. What this book is like when da- when Danny Rand gets back to real life, I guess. Yeah. Gets out of Kunlun for a while and, and, and is back on the street. Because what are we? Thirteen issues in. We've been in Kunlun since the beginning of it. And I would like to see more David Aja, but I, overall, I still am enjoying this this series a lot. All right. So there. Well, you're wrong. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'll Connor, do. Uh, I mean, like, is there any like you're just you're just not going to look back.
0: Uh, no, I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna finish the arc, yeah. and then I'm done with it. It's it's weird. A lot of weeks hap- happen. Like there's a week where there's like four Bendis books. There's a week where there's like three Brubaker books. and Now this is this week there was two Chuck Dixon books. It's just weird how that happens. I wonder yeah. why that that is. But the two Chuck Dixon books were Batman: and The Outsiders five and Robin number one seventy two. And I thought they were both. Uh, really good. Batman and the Outsiders is a strange book because it was originally supposed to be Tony Bedard and then he left right before the book came out and they, they, Chuck Dixon came on and it really hasn't been Chuck Dixon's opening story. I think he's really just come on and scripted it. Like It doesn't feel as much like a Chuck Dixon story but it becomes more and more like one with every issue. Are, are either one of you guys buying this? No. <laughs> well, um, in, the last issue, in the last issue basically this Batman and the Outsiders' his team and in the last issue uh, he brought in Ollie uh, Queen to join the team. And, um, so, so the, what you get now is, is this Outsiders team that's always, that's been together for a while, plus Batman, and then Oliver Queen comes in and starts acting like he's running the show when Batman's not around, and they all get mad at him, and there's a lot of arguing, um, which is always good for, for Oliver Queen. But the big thing that happened, um, Ralph Didney and Sue returned.
2: Whoa. What?
0: Yeah. Hello. No one saw that. No one's, no one's reading this book, so no one knew that happened. How? Um, the, I need to go back and read issue four, because apparently they were back last issue, but they they came back as ghosts. Oh, and they've inhabited the bodies of these two people in this okay. issue. But they're back. So they were and ghosts part at the... the
1: end of 52. So
0: that's... Yeah. They're back. They're, they're part of the Outsiders now. And they're uh,
2: that's, there that's,
0: as ghosts.
1: That's an interesting
2: decision.
0: Yeah. So now you've got Batman, Green Arrow, uh, Ralph and Sue Dibny, Batgirl, and some other assorted old Outsiders. It's a really good team. It's really good makeup. And I'm looking forward to the next arc when Dixon really gets to write his own stories.
1: Are you but, even um playing it still?
0: Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay. It's 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 very good and I think this is one of those books that's probably uh, way too far under the radar, but really good. Right. And I think I think Robin also talking about people coming back, the the last the last page of Robin not the last page, the last the second last page of Robin shows so the person behind the spoiler mask. And uh, we don't know who the hell that is, but I think Robin's been really good, also.
1: I'm I'm half and half on Robin. I like the 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 personal his life stuff. I don't. I think that this he's been chasing this girl for like three issues now, and I don't know who she is, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think this that part's been going on a little while. I loved the scene where he calls uh, Zoan's dad. Yeah, that was a good scene that was fun. Those kinds that kind of stuff. I, I just feel like we've been stuck in the mire for a little while with this one, but at least it comes out on time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh the little things isn't it
1: <laughs> I wanted to bring up uh, Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider uh, issue number 21 and uh, you know what I wasn't going to get this I, w- I wasn't going to read it and I gotta say why? It was why? because I, I don't care about Ghost Rider there really oh. is a thing where I just don't like the character that much and I think it's a little schlocky but I think that one of the things that uh, Aaron is doing correctly is that he's, he's taking that schlocky and he's going alright let's really do it then Like you've got the vampire goes zombie highway, you know, like we're going to do sort of exploitative horror stories. Let's really do them. And like the nurses and it was like, it's like a grindhouse movie. Basically this issue I thought was better than the one before it. If, if only because I felt it sort of gelled in what it was doing better. Uh, it really like last week or last month you guys were saying it felt like a vertigo book um yep. and this this month it really felt like a vertical book to me i didn't i don't know if i really saw it so much last time but i definitely did this time I, I had i just had fun reading it like it was just they kept piling stuff on top of other stuff and i was like okay that's cool it, they're not going to try to make it like Mar- ghost rider in the marvel universe really so much which i think is better because he doesn't really have a place in in the marvel universe as it exists now it, i mean he, you know just overall yeah, yeah no, it but, makes sense uh, i mean he's not gonna I, join I, the I, defenders I, again Exactly. I mean, I I had fun with this. I, it was good. Getting better than expected. I I, got, I, got I still
2: love Roland Bosch's Bosch's or whatever pronounce it. Um, the art. I, I, I for some reason I just really like it. I, with every page, I was like, ooh ooh. You know, like I just like the way the balance between the coloring and just like and, and for some reason just a lot of the figures and and which is it surprises me because when I first saw it, I didn't like it. Um,
0: it's very it's very appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Very sort of grindhouse style, and it's a perfect description of it. It is, it is a B-movie that's reveling in its B-movie status. Yep. And the ending, the last page, I was like, oh!
2: Yeah, totally. And I love, um, I, love the, I love the teaser for the next issue with the, you know, Death Race on Ghost Cannibal Highway, or exactly. Cycle Nurses, Kill, Kill, Kill. <laughs> I mean, it is, yeah. it, is,
0: it, is, it is a Quentin Tarantino movie, but it's, um, it's actually, I think, more fun than Wolverine. Really? Wolverine's very, very good, but this is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is fun. You know fun. what I mean? Exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. So. So I mean, I'm really surprised. This is the surprising book of the, of the month. Yeah,
1: yeah who did, I mean, who'd have thought that I would be on yeah. here telling you to read a Ghost Rider book? Yeah. Not, not me. Not me either, at <laughs> <not> all. <laughs> Speaking of who'd have thought, I've, I've, I've been reading Thor. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. From the beginning?
1: No, I, I started a few issues ago just to sort of see what it was like because I love Thor. I always have. He's been, I, I like the mythology stuff. I've always been a fan of it. Um, It's like
0: you're admitting to an affair.
1: (laughs) It's not, but I mean, I'm not a fan of Michael Straczynski's work. I don't think he does long stories really well. His stories sort of lose focus, and and I don't know what the point of them is. He does issues or sort of small stories within those really well, and this was one of those. I don't even know exactly what's going on because I missed the first few, but – it looks like Thor is putting uh, Asgard back together, and he's getting all the other gods back together. And um,
2: what with Legos? I mean, like it, it I, I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I, I don't entirely understand. So I'm just sort of picking it up as I go. Um, These are like
2: the Blues Brothers? <laughs> I just <laughs> picture Thor going into Home Depot, and he's like, "Listen, I'm going to need some rainbow wood." And
1: so <laughs> basically, he's in charge. Uh, where you know, he's he's taking over Odin's position. Um, and he yeah. goes into the well, the the Odin sleep, which is like this chamber where he goes into like a coma. Oh come on, you're gonna laugh? It's fucking Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And so he goes into this sort of this land between death and not death, and he and he finds he runs into his father, and they have like a conversation, and and there's a flashback to when Odin was young, and and he relates. It's it was a it was a great issue. It was really good, and I uh, I love. I'm a huge fan of the Thor redesign, and I always love the old Thor costume, but this new costume works really well. I thought it's it's it's. It's related enough to the old one but it looks just updated enough to be to be pretty cool. So
0: How so, are you doing with the lack of Thor speak?
1: It it isn't it isn't like he's he's not he doesn't talk like me. He's just it's just toned down. It's definitely he still talks like Thor, but he doesn't do as much thy and thou and everything. It's just and it's in like that's that special Thor font. Yeah, <laughs> like so. It's not without. It's not like he's like, "Hey, dudes, let's go get us some fan Like, it's not like
2: that. It is some embellishment. Be awesome if he was the the, the <laughs> one thing I heard about this about this this issue in particular was the was about the art. I mean, were you, were you impressed yeah. by the
1: art or? Yeah, it was, it was really nice. I don't Marco
2: Jurjevic. Jurjevic, yeah,
1: it works really well for this because what it was, it was retelling of old Odin stories, so it should be fantasy like and and. Painting and, and yeah. You know, it shouldn't. It, I don't like that guy's work so much. He's a cover guy. You know, I don't like his work so much, like doing the New Avengers. Right. Um, but for this, it was absolutely appropriate. It's yeah. good.
0: What did they so call they, Odin sleep before, before Odin
1: um, sleep? Odin daddy sleep. <laughs> I think. I think that was the term.
0: I don't even know who you are anymore, Josh.
1: <laughs> I've always liked Thor. I'm – right here I'm looking at my, my Walt Simonson drawing that's on the wall. I'm pretty
0: sure when this book came out, you you and I together yeah. proclaimed we would never read the store book. You did. I remember. I was there. I you was are there. a liar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate you.
0: And I hate you. <laughs> and I'm taking the kids and leaving. <laughs>
1: Connor, I'm switching to issues on Invincible. <laughs> uh,
2: fuck you. <laughs> I'm switching to issues on Why the Last Man, so there. <laughs> Oh, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. After that next trade comes out, I'm all issues. I need that trade. Where can I get that trade?
0: Well, Josh, if you want to go back and get the Thor trade to catch up on your dirty stories, you could go to InStockTrades.com. <laughs> the third off your books, they've got and orders over $50, and over 5,400 trade paperbacks in stock available for order right now. New releases are listed every Wednesday, and orders usually ship within 48 hours at www.InStockTrades.com. We wanted to announce that you can get the I found my book of the month, Queen and Country, definitive edition, volume one, for 40% off. That's a special deal they're doing with us for our book of the month. So if you're looking to check that out, go to InStockTrades.com.
1: That's a wicked bargain. It it is. That's like uh, a lot. (laughs) <laughs>
2: let's, make, let's make with user reviews, shall we? For those of you, if you, don't, if you haven't been listening or you don't know, um, if you go to ifanboy.com forward slash comics, that's where you can um, pick the comics that you, you bought this week, and then you can come back and you can rate and review them. And we'd like to kind of highlight a couple a couple of uh, reviews from the ifanboy community. And um, I th- we thought it would be good to address some of the books that we didn't talk about. So, Josh, why don't you lead off with the first one?
1: Uh, the first one is actually uh, Fables, Fable 71 by Prof Dresser uh he gave the story of 5 and the art of 3 and he said I got to admit however I did have some beefs with the visuals in this issue first off the bo- first off were the borders for the Cinderella storyline I've always liked the fact that Fables features these thematically appropriate borders on the sides of the pages it gives a stronger storybook air and it helps you realize when the story has shifted location or focus and it also helps to set an atmosphere that said I thought that the black and white circles with the glass slippers in them didn't really set an atmosphere for me and worse they distracted the eye from the panels especially when they would reverse their coloring schemes it's a good point. I don't, th- I don't know if I noticed it specifically, but I did notice that something felt off, and I think that he has managed to nail that down. Uh, last issue we had Nico Henrichon, and this week, uh, this, this issue, um, Mark Buckingham is back, which is always good because he, you know, he, he's very consistent with the characters and everything. But it did feel a little weird. I don't know why. Interesting. Not bad. Man. Story's still a five. I give it that.
2: <laughs> it had a nice cover, though. I have to admit that. I, I did see the cover. That was kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Tor <laughs> Torque writes for Iron Man 27 He gives the story a 3 And the art a 2 uh, These are both out of 5 He says all in all this wasn't a very impressive issue With a lot of flaws but certainly drove the story To where it needs to be next issue As the penultimate issue of both the Haunted arc And the Knopfs run before Stuart Moore takes over This issue seemed kind of Too low key in the middle of the pack I really want to like this arc but so far it's been swaying Between pretty good and so-so Here's to hoping next issue knocks it out of the park I know Josh and he, I are reading this,
1: right? He 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 pretty much nailed it. I, I mean, that's that's h- kind of how it felt. Yeah, this is one of the ninetieth, uh, ninety to ninety-five Tony Starks that inherit the Marvel Universe. It's only one guy, but every story is something different.
2: Is this the one where he's on psych leave? Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, geez. and there's the, there's a he's trying to stop the Mandarin from releasing this horrible biological agent that will kill six point five billion people. Uh, that's that's happening dead. in
0: Countdown. <laughs> yeah. um, What's going
1: on? And then and then the Senate decides to have a hearing about him whether he's sane. And Doc Samson's like he 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 he, he is sane. And they're like, you put him on psychiatric leave. And He goes, we're wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> it was good stuff, but it's like <laughs> um,
0: no. This is this is like a this is like an All Star Iron Man book, um, Ultimate Iron Man. I know I, th- I had fun with it, I I and mean, I, I really like the art. I think the art is better than two. Um,
1: I agree, yeah.
0: I think the art's really strong in this comic. Yes. It's one of the best things about it. I don't know if I'm going to stay on pe- when, the, if the Nofts, when the Nofts leave. I don't, know if, I don't really know Stuart Moore that well, so I don't know if I'll continue. But one <laughs> right. thing that's weird is that this book used to be called Invincible Iron Man. Then they changed the name to Iron Man, Director of S.H.I.E.L.D., and now they're coming out with an Invincible Iron Man book.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't have enough Iron Mans running around.
0: <laughs> more Iron I
1: mean, Man. We need <laughs> more Iron Man. That guy. That guy has a busy schedule.
2: He's not. He's a little
0: underexposed. Is the problem?
1: It's just going to get worse too in the next two God. months. why There need. They need some focus. Yeah. Somebody's got to take Iron Man and then direct him, like have him be.
0: A thing. The artist comic is good. I don't know what the guy's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: good. So if you want to share your opinion in your
2: comics that you read, go to ifanboy.com forward slash comics, sign up, pick your comics, leave a review. Maybe we'll read it on the next show. So thank you. And when you're picking your comics and you're trying to decide what you want to buy, um you might want to tell your shop owner about foocomics.com Foocomics.com is a site that um, is designed for comic book stores to help manage their customers and their pull lists and their subscriptions and that sort of thing. And it makes it really easy to manage their orders and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was created by a comic collector, so he had a good idea in mind what he was looking for in terms of uh, ser- customer service from a store. And it's completely free. So um, head over to foocomics.com forward slash ifanboy to learn more and um, tell your store owner to check
1: it out. Cool. Email is up now. Uh-
2: Someone so you want to take
0: to that it. then? All right. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris asks from Newark, Delaware. I didn't know there was a Newark, Delaware.
2: We're in Delaware.
0: He says, first off, let me thank you for opening my eyes to other comics other than your traditional superheroes. I've been collecting and reading comics for 21 years and have mostly stayed loyal to superheroes. With your podcast and video cast, I started to purchase trades and don't that don't involve superheroes. Now to my question, that does involve a superhero: <laughs> Did any of you read the premium hardcover of Iron Man, Demon in a Bottle? If so, what was your opinion on both the quality and the content of the story and the art?
2: Well... I, I didn't get the, the it was recently re released in in hardcover. So I, I we I didn't actually pick that up and I don't
1: know if any of you guys did, but I've read the story arc um before.
0: Josh, haven't you read it?
1: I haven't. I just know it has the best cover ever and well, I kinda don't want to ruin it by reading it. No, it's
2: it's you really should. It's really freaking good. It's yeah. really it's really good. I mean it's it's probably it's I mean like you know how you know how in you know how many years have we had all these characters? What like 40, 50 years of these Marvel characters, and there are some like the you know the galact the first Galactus Fantastic Four story is like the definitive Fantastic Four story, and you know and and you know like the Cree Scroll Wars, is like the definitive Avenger story, and like there are all these different kind of moments like Daredevil, like Frank Miller's run on Daredevil is seen as like this you know moment of the time. Um, right. This story is like the Iron Man story. It is just it's 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 epic. So, um it's it's, it's and it, and for those who don't know it, it deals with Iron Man uh wrestling with um being an alcoholic and confronting his demons and 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 how it ruins his life and at one point, you know, he hits bottom, uh, Jarvis quits. You know, like it's just like like the, the it, like it was very realistic on what happened and, and um it was uh I'm trying I'm trying to remember the creators. I want to say Bob Layton and um uh, who, uh Dave Michelini, right? I think that's He's probably yeah. yeah, probably. And it was just—I mean, it just—it's—I it, mean, it's definitely you know like late '70s, early '80s style, you know. I mean, it's not you know, you know like the art-wise and stuff like that. But the story is just—it's one of the best stories Marvels ever put out, especially with Iron Man, with all this Iron Man talk that's happening.
0: Oh, enough <laughs> Iron Man! Enough.
1: It's made me want to read it.
0: So if you... No, I mean that sounds good, but come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you ain't seen nothing yet.
0: You son like leave. So if you have any other
2: questions about Iron Man, you can email us at contact at ifanboy.com. On to the voicemail. Luke from Denver has got a question about a uh, controversial uh, creator.
3: Hey IFanboy, this is Luke Hopkins from Denver. Uh I am curious about Dave Sims' new book that's coming out, Glamour Puss. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but it's coming out. Uh I have one trait of Cerebus and uh it's beautiful. Um but it's also, like, apparently the series is like 300 issues, and it's just huge, and I don't have that much money. So I was wondering if any of you guys have read it, and what are your thoughts on it? Um, because it seems like a pretty large thing, and obviously it looks good. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. Bye.
2: I am so excited for Glamour Puss, You have no idea. I cannot wait for this book to come
3: out. <laughs> really? I, I, yeah.
1: I heard this voicemail, and I went to look it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was coming, but I really didn't know what it was about. Right. And I don't know what it's about. It's – okay, what did well, – I mean, I, well, 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 the well, website is very <laughs> – Dense, but um, <laughs> it's weird.
2: But but well, it's it's weird. Admittedly, it's weird, and it's not going to be for everybody. Well, first off, to address the Cerebus question. So Dave Sim did uh, independent comic called Cerebus for 300 issues. It's all done now. He started in like 1979, and he finished like last year or a couple of years ago, a few years ago. And it's he's a little controversial because uh, some of his views uh, are a little misogynist. But um, <laughs> um, but that said. Um, I've been reading um, I just started the second uh, they're, they're often called they're, the trades of service are called phone books because they're kind of a little bigger and they're big kind of phone book shape size I finished the first trade recently and I'm reading the second one I'm gonna read the whole run because I haven't read the whole run you know uh, yet and if you have the if you can afford it I would I uh, think they they're relatively cheap for their size yeah they are relatively cheap for the number like you get like 25 issues for like 25 bucks or something like that I mean like it's, it's black it's 20 and, bucks and it's black and white and it's like they're, they're it's really worth I mean it's it's one of the great you know achievements in comics but that said he's back with a book called glamour puss which i don't really know what it's about either
1: it has something to do with a fashion magazine well, parody and then 50s noir comics yeah well what well what, what's interesting
2: from an art standpoint is that he is um it's he's basically saying this is his homage to like the the alex raymond school of art and um, people like, you know, um, Kniff and Stan Drake and, and Leonard Starr and actually um, early Neil Adams, the kind of photorealistic illustration that appeared in fashion magazines in the early 60s. And what's fascinating from a, from a discipline standpoint is that he, through this comic book, he is teaching himself to draw in that style. So like what's happening is that he's like he, – honestly, he's admitted he's, he's light boxing and he's tracing Alex Raymond art and then he you – know, to try to get it then he's trying to draw it himself. It, it's kind of parody of, fa- of 60s fashion magazines um, but what the story is I have no idea I saw the preview copy that he sent out to retailers and it just, it's just A it's beautiful and it's just, it looks crazy and I, I love it I can't wait so.
0: yeah, he sees- that sounds like a minefield <laughs> yes yeah. yeah. I mean totally. his, his uh, controversial reputation on that subject matter sounds like it's a minefield of yeah. controversy
2: I, I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, 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 next up Johnny Destructo from Philadelphia.
3: Hey, fanboys, this is uh, JD from Philly, Johnny Destructo on the site. And uh, I was wondering what you guys were thinking about the upcoming uh, slew of uh, geek movies coming out, uh, Hulk, Iron Man, Dark Knight, war Warzone, Wanted, uh, even things like Speed Racer or uh, Indiana Jones, uh, I think those kind of count. Um, yeah, I was wondering what you guys were looking forward to and what you think might... Uh, Not do so well, but uh, anyway, that's it. Have a good one. Of course,
0: we're excited. What are you crazy? (laughs) Of course, we're going to review them. There'll be pick of the week pod. There'll be special edition, not pick of the week, special edition podcasts for most of them.
2: Yeah, the 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 biggies. I mean, I think I think there's an Iron Man movie.
0: There might be like Iron, Iron Man, Man, Dark Knight, <laughs> Hulk. Yeah, there'll be of pick of the week for shows. I mean, damn it, there'll be some special edition shows for those. I, I, uh,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll do. I, I might be alone, but I'll do one for Speed Racer. I'm very excited for Speed Racer. You'll be alone. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I'll go see it. I mean, if, yeah. no, why not? But
2: um, genius casting. Racer X is Matthew Fox.
0: Hulk, Iron Man, Punisher, uh, Dark Knight, maybe Speed Racer. I would think probably not wanted, but maybe if there's enough outcry for it.
1: The trailer was Indiana. a shitload better than the comic book did.
0: Yeah, Ooh. Indiana Jones is really... There's a comic book about it. I guess we could do one for Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a busy summer. I, re- I was looking through it the other day. It's a lot of stuff. It's going to be fun. Iron Man's right before um, Emerald City Con. Yeah. The weekend no. before.
2: Should be exciting. Yeah. All right. Our next voicemail has got a comment about the website.
3: Hey guys, this is Ryan. I'm calling from Pittsburgh. And I guess this isn't much... It's not really a question as much as it is like a request and a a comment. Basically, I wanted to tell you guys how much I'm enjoying the uh, the new website. And I think it's really awesome. The only problem I have is that I'm one of those people that's a little bit behind in their comic book reading. So when I do get around to comments and um, doing reviews, I'm like a week or two behind you guys. So uh, I was just... Going to see if you guys could encourage the uh, the other iFanboy users to go back and um, look at previous weeks, and just because you know we're in the current week, uh, to not forget about the old stuff and uh, uh, go back and, and see what other people are still saying about the books that just came out like a week or two ago. So that's about it. And uh, thanks, guys. You're doing a great job.
1: Hey, Ryan. Um, t- <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're
3: talking to him on the phone.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm, I am. It's fine. That's how. That's how personal we get. You know what? It, you know he, he makes a good point. The, you know the one side of it is you know it's the web. The web's moving forward. On the web, it's today, and a week ago is a really long time ago on the web. However, you know that 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 information's st- still there. It's not going anywhere. So all of those, if you were curious about books that came out a couple of weeks ago, you can always search them on the site and then you can you know, see what people said about it. You can check the reviews. You can check the ratings. You can check that stuff. You know, If you go in and you do write a review on a book that came out two weeks ago, it will still come up on the homepage. It's still, yeah, it's, it's still it's there. It's important to
2: note that if you go on the homepage and scroll down to the bottom of the page in the user reviews, those four that are shown there are the four most recent ones written. So if you write a review of a book that came out three weeks ago, it it, it will show up there right after you publish it so that's a good place to catch them out but also keep in mind you know like it was as everybody knows there's a lot of work to get the website out there and we're not you know like we didn't just put it out there and now we're done like we're constantly trust us trust me constantly talking about ways to fi- to make it better to fix things to ch- tweak the way some things work and one of the areas that we, that we definitely want to highlight more is, is the community reviews and ratings and figure out you know better ways for you guys to find that information so keep writing the reviews keep you know keep telling people what you think of comics and you know over the next few months You'll see lots of uh, changes and improvements to the way you can find them. Yeah. I thought and we were you know, done. No. It just, we're not done? It, it just started. Oh, you know, all that stuff that
1: you're on a site, but you go, it'd be cool if it did this, or this doesn't work exactly like I want it. We know. Right. And we're going to.
2: And, and also, if there, there are things that you want to see on the website, and and I mean, please email us at contactifanboy.com and let us know. I mean, like, we basically, we're doing it, you know, we're, we're doing it for us, but we're also mainly doing it for you. So if there's something that you'd like to see, let us know, and we'll see if we can get it into the pipeline. Um, yes. So yeah. So yeah, so if you have any other questions or feedback or anything, you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at one eight 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 Fanboys. That's 1-888-326-2697. And thank you, Ryan, for the feedback. And everybody, go go back, go back and find Ryan's reviews. I'm sure they're pretty good. Although I don't Ryan should go, have told us his username. How, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, Ryan what's, Ryan, what's your username? <laughs> <laughs> All right, kill it. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so you can um, head over to ifanboy.com and check out my review of Invincible 49, which is the pick of the week, or Connor's review of Queen and Country, which is the book of the month, as well as Jonathan Hickman's biweekly column, Paul Dini's weekly column, Gordon the Intern's columns, Josh and Connor's, and, and my musings and postings. A lot of great stuff at ifanboy.com as well as all of your opinions and and thoughts on the week's comics and stuff like that. So head over to ifanboy.com, register, become a user today. There are lots of good stuff coming on the website.
1: So yes, and uh, if you like the books that we talked about in say the video shows or anywhere else, you can go to ifanboy.com store and see stuff there or pics that we have or, or you can use that as a link to go to Amazon to buy stuff that way and that's a good way to support us. If you want to go to get a Netflix trial, uh, you can go to www.netflix.com slash ifanboy and you get a two free two-week free two trial that way.
2: If you don't know, if you're not watching, uh, we also do a video show. Our weekly show comes out every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on revision3.com forward slash iFanboy as well as on iFanboy.com, and it's there all week for you to enjoy. Uh, Yesterday, we released highlights from the comics podcasting panel, which I believe is a first. No podcast panel has ever been captured on video and released. (laughs) Uh, Before so um, Into the wild So you can see You can see us uh, Along with Brian From Comic Geek Speak And Chris from Around Comics And uh, Logan and Leany From uh, from I Read Comics And it's a fun conversation And um, it was a It was a fun show So uh, check that out And next week We have uh, an epic 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 episode Yep
0: uh, this was our first full week of iFanboy Mini, which is the new daily video show we've been doing. There are one to three minute um, or less episodes. And uh, you can find us every single day in the morning on the East, in the East Coast at iFanboy.com or revision3.com slash iFanboy. And-,
2: and it's really important to note that um, we did, while well, we did, it, it rolled out this week on Revision 3 that you can now subscribe to just the minis or just the weekly or both. Um, so if you go to iFanboy.com, I'm sorry, if you go to revision3.com forward slash iFanboy, click subscription options, you can pick whatever feed you like, and we're going to be adding those feeds to iFanboy.com very soon. Not sure, you know, like haven't really heard a lot of people complaining about the minis, which is awesome. So, uh, so hopefully you're all liking them.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, I'm back to selling stuff again. What the heck? Uh,
0: <laughs> you're the huckster.
1: I am. So if you want a t-shirt, go to jinx.com/iFanboy. Uh, you can send in pictures of the shirt to Jinx or to us, and maybe we'll... We will. We will do something. I don't know what. You'll get stickers from Jinx, you send to them, so who doesn't want stickers?
2: Um, and as we previously mentioned, you could email us those pictures at contact.ifanboy.com or you can leave a voicemail at 188-FANBOYS three two six two six nine seven with any questions or comments or any thoughts you have about the world of iFanboy.
0: You want to be our friend on social networks, you can go to ifanboy.com slash users and find all yeah. of our profiles no, you there.
2: You go to ifanboy.com slash about
0: whatever about users <laughs> it's a part of the show where it all falls apart anyway what a comp slash about if it was in the script i would get it right it is
1: it is i'm Let's looking at it, it. <laughs>
0: <see> it. where <laughs> it's not in mine
1: social networks listed at ifanboy ifanboy.com oh yeah there <laughs> it is
0: yeah 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 whatever
1: all right, this one's just dead. We're moving on. If you like this, if you want more people to listen to this, professional, uh, fun, uh, I think, I think the word is is uh, I don't know the word. If you think people should should listen to this or watch the show? You should tell other people about it because you guys are really the only way that we can help get it out there. Because I don't know if you've noticed, not a giant marketing budget. Um, so uh, go to iTunes, write reviews for 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 the audio show, for the video show, for. Uh, and rate them. I know it seems like there's a lot of stuff up there, but you know, it, keep going. It really helps us out, and we really, really, really appreciate it. Just tell people in the comic shop, do whatever. Thank you.
2: And um and, and what also helps us out is, is if, if, if you like what we do, um, head over to ifanboy.com forward slash donate, and uh, you can uh, throw a couple bucks our way, and um, if you have it to spare, we really appreciate it as we you know, work pretty hard to bring this stuff for you absolutely free of charge. Well, that wasn't as bad as last week. I'll give you that credit. I'll give you that much. That's that's
1: what we're shooting for now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not as bad. It's
1: the opposite of Peter Gibbons. <laughs> Every single show that we do is the worst show we've ever done. Exactly. So at any point that you start listening to the show and you think – how's it going this is the worst show i've ever done it's not that bad (laughs) last week's show was
2: the worst show we've ever done (laughs) in a while in a long while yeah (laughs) oh geez anyway so um all right so until next week i'm ron cotter and i'm josh
1: i'm i'm very professional
3: In
0: three, two. Hey, welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. It's episode 125. My name is Connor. I'm here with those Josh? two guys who aren't talking.
1: <laughs> Do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: I'm always last. Uh, okay, go. Hey, welcome to the uh, three. Come in. Three, two.
0: Hey, welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. It's episode 125. My name is Connor. I'm here with Ron and, and- enjoy- Oh. <laughs>